Hey crew, back on podcast today. I've got Jack back for another episode. Let's introduce yourself, mate. Hey crew, how you doing? Um, I'm not sure if you guys listened to my last episode. It would have been May yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, May last lockdown. year. Yeah, what a time. Um, so yeah, Jack, I've known Cash for a few years. Used to be in the fitness industry uh, in the brand of Body Consultants, uh, which I started back in 2014. Um, now I moved on into software, but Cash and I have retained a good relationship, training crypto and talking shit, so here yeah. we are. Yeah, 100%, man. Bloody hell, crypto, we were just talking before um, off podcast about how much that's taken off now and how much that gives opportunity to make money you know, outside of your normal income or outside of your normal living expenses. Um, what's your experience in that? Yeah, I've, I've had a really a good experience. Um, lost a lot, made a lot of money, lost a lot of money. Um, I started in crypto back in 2016. Yeah, wow. So, uh, like kind of the last bull run, as uh, people call it. So, yeah, made some just like, again, not really sure what I was doing. I was kind of young 20s, just punting around. Yeah. Um, put $1,000 here, $1,000 there, and you're like, oh wow, it's now worth 20 or 25. Um, and then I also did some work for like a crypto startup back in 2018 and really learned a lot more about how blockchains work and I guess the intricacies of crypto. Like people see it as like a money-making kind of thing, but like the actual technology behind it compared, we're not talking about the meme coins like Doge and yeah. shit like that. <laughs> shit coin, yeah. yeah shit. It's fucking like jokes that make yeah. friggin' millions, oh, did you see, billions. Did you see that Squid Game coin? No, when they uh, dumped a hole where they pulled all the money out, yeah, yeah, yeah and dropped it to zero. Yeah, yeah, like, that's crazy, man. Mental. Yeah, man. but that oh. just shows how volatile it is. You got to be prepared for it, right? Yeah, like yeah. the uh, oh, this guy was live streaming. Um, sorry, we'll digress it, but yeah. he was live streaming, and he was like, uh, if all of the Squid Game coins were unlocked, um, the market cap was like more than uh, Bitcoin. Like it was like two point something trillion, which was mental for this like meme coin so i was like wow that it really goes to show how immature uh the industry is and like the whole market is mm. um and it shows how early we are like in terms of just mass adoption right like even out of my mates like there's a few that have it but like i say 95 percent don't um so i think in terms of that like people are like oh it's too late that kind of thing uh for me i always just look at bitcoin there's 21 million total um and there's, I think, 40 million millionaires or something like that in the US alone. So not every millionaire in the US can have own one Bitcoin. Obviously, there's gonna be some people that are 70, 80, 90 that have no interest, but even if you look at it, like owning one Bitcoin would put you as a millionaire in the US, so like even the top 10%, which when you look at it from the number side, it's so fucking fascinating. And again, is Bitcoin gonna be here to stay? Like, who knows? But just even that, like, it's had so much media presence, it's had so much attention, everyone's talking about it, you know. Most people now, I think, have heard of Bitcoin. They don't know what it is or what it does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just to look at it from that perspective, it's uh, fucking crazy. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, so do that crypto. Um, and, yeah, like, it's, I think it's it's like anything, I even, you know, training and learning how to be in the gym. Like, I would say if you do 20 hours, You'll know more than 90% of people in anything. 20 hours of good study, studying good material. Week? Oh no, just in general. Gen- yeah, 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 like, yeah. you know, you study, you study 20 hours of marketing, you're gonna know more than 
like 90%. You're not going to be an expert, yeah. and obviously I think that's where a little bit of like imposter syndrome comes down, but you like do 20 hours of marketing, you're going to like, okay, cool, copywriting, images, like understand it a bit better. Like, you know, you do 20 hours of nutrition, like you'll understand like what a protein is, what a carb is, what a fat is, like it's not challenging. Like that rule. That's a good rule, the 20 hour. Like you yeah. just spent 20 hours starting to like, you know, take that time to learn it and use it every single minute of the hours to really go in depth on it. You'll come away with a lot. Yeah. Like, won't be a 100% expert, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I get, I get you to the, um, I get you started, right? Like, you know, you watch 20 hours of a fucking TV show, which- That's so easy for most people, people do. Most people yeah. do, and they can tell you a lot about the TV show. Yeah, fuck like, yeah. Uh, 10 episodes, one hour an episode, that's two seasons of, an, uh, two seasons of a TV show. Yeah. Um, and people could tell you a lot, so that's kind of my, if I want to learn something, I'll go 20 hours and just try to smash that out as soon as possible, and by that stage you go, all right, do I actually want to learn about this anymore? Um, and then obviously there's things you become like a lifelong student in, like obviously training and mindset and all that kind of shit, there's different things that you want to learn more at, but anyone put 20 hours into anything, you're going to learn a fuckload. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Man. I think that's uh, I think that's where if we're talking about people in the fitness industry um, could do more on. It's just being able to become an expert at what you do because um, that's what sets you apart in a crowded industry. Because um, I suppose even when you started in the industry years ago, um, it would be deemed as a crowded industry, right? Even gyms, crowded industry. You hear it, no matter where you go. But what's, uh, in your opinion, what do you think is the biggest thing that sets you apart? In, in the fitness industry? Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'd say in the fitness industry, it's just doing one thing. And like that's where you can do all of these things. And I think that's what you've done really well. It's just like, you know, people come to you focusing on strength and that's that's what you do really well. Um, and like smashed. Yeah. <laughs> and like a, a good a good friend of mine, Gemma Rosano, she was one of our um, like first coaches, she does like photo shoots and that's all she does. And I think uh, at the start, like we come into the industry like most people start at like a good life, a fitness first, uh, and they're just like, you just fucking like a deer in headlights. You don't really know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. you're, you're not really, like you're, you're training, one time you're training like an elderly person with bad knees, and then you've got like a 19 year old kid, and then you've got like a pre like marathon who wants to get ready for their wedding, and then you've got like this dude that wants to get jacked. And I think you need it's that. Yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. everything, right? Um, you need to have a, like just kind of learn who you like to train. Um, and once you learn that, then you'll enjoy that, right? And then you like, yeah. learn more about it. And then like, again, for, for me looking like, as, as like a PT, to get 20 sessions a week and make 100K a year, like it's not challenging. Like I did that when I was 19. Like I was kind of doing 20 sessions at uh, 100 bucks a session, like, yeah, come on, three months in. Like, yeah, so yeah. I, I never had that that challenge, but I think dominating in like the industry, it's just picking something and just going after it and then like being like relentless on that every single day. Okay, how do you hone your craft in better and better and better? And I think like it's always taking opposing views of your beliefs and then trying to reintegrate them. Like, I think that's what made me such a skeptic was the fitness industry because you have like one side of the equation saying carbs are good and the other side saying they're bad and they cause diabetes. <laughs> Where the fuck's the truth? And yeah, I think like yeah. now when I look at just most things in life, um, I'm skeptical because I've seen like both sides from experts. Um, you know, like, studies from both sides. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, there's literally, you know, like you have like a Polican, rest in peace. He was all like low carb, blah, blah, blah. 
And Still died of a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the fuck yeah, you do. You're still going to die at the end of the day. And so then, like, but then you're like, I, I work with um, some guys uh, like Damon Hayhow from Recomp. Um, he really just changed my beliefs. It was like the only two things that matter are like weight on the bar and the food you eat. Everything else is all like, can't really control it. 100%, man. So, That's it. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I was like, that is a very, like, it's a very basic philosophy. Black and white, but it's what works, man. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, like, it, it was really crazy. So, coming back to, yeah, the fitness, I think it's, yeah, picking picking what you like doing. That makes it so much easier. Um, and then learning from people that, you know, trusted and verified, but then, like, at the same time, it's like having that self-awareness of being able to know, okay, who's actually a good teacher. And sometimes having business partners steal 50 grand off you is a good teacher as well, which happened to me. So yeah, it's like... There's, there's no such thing as a bad, uh, there's a, no such thing as a bad experience. It's more like it's a lesson learned in that situation because you need to learn it. Yeah. Yeah, because it could have been, you know, if 10 years down the could have been 100 million. Because now you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, like the, I think the fitness industry, obviously, like it changed my life and I love it. Um, but like it kind of... The, I think for me, I fell out of love of like helping people and all that kind of stuff. Like I did it for so long, and I was like, like you know, I, I went through a massive transformation myself. And then I was like, that for me, it's like you you've just got to want it, and that's really that's really all it is. Like you know, you do star jumps for two hours a day, and just stop eating so much shit, you get into shape. And, it's and, like if your dog gets fat, what do you do? Don't feed as much, take more. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, for me, it just got so painful trying to, like, explain that to people. And I was just the like... simplicity? Because everyone yeah. wants the most complex answer because they want to, you know, they want the fucking newest thing or they want this. And it's like, it's all just a bunch of shit, really. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where, that's where like, um, you know, I'm a big one, a big, got a big love for marketing branding. But uh, that's where that goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, people trying to push products and push like the fucking one-stop shop pill or fucking product that's going to make you look like the one program. It's like, fuck, it's all about shit, hey. It's yeah. just going to be simple. Yeah. yeah. And I, I completely agree with that. And like, it's the, people just want something to believe in. Mm, 100%. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Only they just believe in themselves. Exactly. That's where exactly. it all starts, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that internal belief, hey. Yeah. Well, I just want to be a part of something. Mm. And that's, I think that's what pushes people to be like, oh, I'm a hardcore keto or I'm a hardcore vegan. You know, I've got vegan clients that actually get really good results, um, but it's ethical reasons. Then you've got other people that come in and are vegan because they watched a documentary on Netflix. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> that should be a tears, bro. My two housemates, they, they want game changers. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, plant based, bro. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Fucking hell. Couple months and they're like, you gotta trust the documentary. And I was Same just like, people. Fuck this. Same people that be first in line because we're in year 2021 getting the vaccine. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing, like you said, like ethical and you believe in it, that's like for me, I just don't think, like, from what we've seen, is there really a need on it? Like, for it, like, again, for a young, fit 20 year old or 20 something year old, like, I'm like, I don't know. I I've been vaccinated in the past, but for now I'm just like, well, do I really need it? Like, and the whole it's help me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the whole like do it for others and all that kind of shit. Like, I can I'm, get that, which is yeah. kind of like the whole. You know, that's just virtue signaling, man. Like, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's what I've noticed this last twelve months. Is like, first it was the bushfires, 
Then it was like stay home. Then it was like Black Lives Matter. And then it was like fucking climate change. And then it was that fucking aid for Afghanistan. And like, I'm all for people supporting cause. Don't get me wrong, but. I just find it quite amusing when people just like virtue signal, mainly on social media, for some attention. That's hard to observe. And then never do anything about it. That's it. it. I've got friends like, and they do shit, and I'm like, fuck yeah, what a good person you are. But 99% of people, they virtue signal something on social media, do nothing about it, post up for some likes, and do nothing about it. And like the people like, Again, like, are you okay? People posting about that. Like, some of the people posting about that, and then, like, the next day they're like fucking bitching in like comments and comments. Yeah, yeah, calls you like, out fucking ridiculous shreds on the chat. Yeah. It's like, I think Dave Chappelle, oh fuck, I love Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's fucking funny, um, man. His last set up special, he was talking about like, you know, he mentioned something about transgender, and he's like, yeah, they're yeah. trying to pull me on Twitter. He's like, guess what? Twitter ain't fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like social media's not real. It's yeah. just, uh, it's a virtual reality, and like, it's not, uh, you know, if you actually want to make a change, go out and fucking do something. Go out yeah. and physically help someone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Like, you know, I think that, um, what is it like? Yeah, social media has made it like so easy for people to be rude to people and not get punched in the face. Hundred percent, man. Like, and yeah. that's what I just completely don't agree with. Like, yeah, I, I go through phases where I love social media and I use it, and then there's other times where I just like phone or airplane mode, like <laughs> leave me alone. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things that I was like reading something. It's like you know, it's a tool. Yeah, yeah, but like our our digital identity now is probably more important than it is in like face to face. You know, like people we. Like as the world I've been last 18 months, you can't travel as much, you can't go do these things. So it's like, what do you have digitally? And that's where I think, like, come back to that crypto conversation, like the NFT, the virtual. You can buy a Lambo for $500,000, like, to show you you've got money, yeah. or you can buy a fucking JPEG of a crypto. Fuck you, no way. That's how you show it now. It's crazy, eh? It's yeah. crazy. Even Nike, I saw that thing that Nike's going into that, because uh, uh, Facebook has changed up to the, um, is it, um, Meta. Meta, Meta Universe, Metaverse, yeah. or something like that. So you can purchase uh, gaming goods and different designer brands within that. So Nike's creating designer virtual NFTs that you can purchase within brands or games to wear in there, which is so fucking cool. You remember that, um, movie a couple years ago, Ready Player One? Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. similar to, well, you know, it's yeah. probably a bit of a team movie, but in that sense of virtual reality and now purchasing, that's very in, um, going towards that now. Yeah. yeah. It's like the movie you've seen, Free Guy, with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's brilliant, mate. Yeah. That's, that's a funny movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very similar. And it's yeah. like, my mum my got me a, um, one of those Oculuses for Christmas last year. Yeah. And it's pretty fucked. Like, I can see someone that, you know, and this is like a truth that I kind of had from working with kind of two, three thousand people. Not many people like their jobs. Not many people. No, fuck no. Like, again, I'm not, this is not a blanket statement, but a lot of people hate their jobs in relationships they don't really want to be in, out of shape, and not overly happy with their current situation. And that's why the virtual profiles, uh, they're extinct in reality, yeah. right? And then they put these fucking goggles on, and then they can be whoever the fuck they want to be. Yeah. And I'm like, for something like- I So guess, it's easy. Yeah. That's what it is. It goes yeah. back to that one-stop shop, the pill that they want, the fucking supplement they want. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you now have like, you're in this virtual reality, you're popping on some goggles on and like, 
No, you hear what I'm doing? You put the goals back on, you go hang out with your virtual friends. Yeah, and I'm just like, cancel the spot if you want. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's, for me, I find that shit so, like, it's so interesting to see, okay, cool, what's the second, third, fourth order consequence of what we're doing right now? Mm. And I think that's, you know, that's what's been my hunch with all this COVID stuff is like, if you look back to September 11, um, the, what I think it's the Defense Act in the US, um, the, not what is it, the, fuck. Like arresting one yeah, of the yeah, special terrorism. Yeah, yeah, the Terrorism Act, the Patriot Act, the Patriot Act. completely fucking innocent, have no ties to anything, and if you've got the wrong name and the wrong cunt, date of birth in the wrong country, you're yeah. in jail. Yeah, and, and you I have think, no rights. Yeah, and that's, Which is very yeah. similar to what's happening now. That's, that's always been my hunch, like, is, yeah, like, whatever, two weeks, like, lockdowns and all that kind of shit, but, like, governments never, like, give back power. Like, once they have power, they never give it up. No, why would you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, that's been once my... Once the bill's been signed. Yeah. It's not coming undone. Yeah, the Patriot Act was supposed to be short-term, and that was 20 years ago. Yeah, Obviously, the curve of terrorism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've just, all heard it before. Yeah, so I'm just like, that's my whole hunch with all of this. It's just like... Yeah, it's fine, whatever, but like people, like a lot of people I don't talk to, they can't see, this, again, the second order consequence of what's happening right now, mm. and the changes that's happening right now, and obviously as like some small business, what happens to small business, and like, you know, we... Look at Melbourne. Yeah. yeah how many friends you got in Melbourne? Fucking yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Their life's been fucked. Exactly. Same here, you know, there's people out there that got gyms or like businesses, and they just, they're fucking all the homeless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like... You know, you, you pay all these taxes and mm. all this other bullshit. Just the side, yeah, twenty six percent. And 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 then oh no no fuck you up, close your doors and we'll give you five hundred bucks a week. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. that's my my hard shot. So I'm like, again, I hope we're like through it all. Like that's what I'm kind of getting at from Sydney and. I'm hoping it's like kind of through it all, and you know, a lot of countries are just kind of dropping it all, and that's kind of what I'm what I'm hoping for. But like the cynical cynicism in me is just like, I think the worst has yet to come. So I'm upset, man. I'm yeah. just like uh, the. Yeah, the worst expect the best. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. So yeah, it's um, it's a fucking wild time we're living in. Like, yeah. I, I I look at it some days and I'm just like, are we really living through this? Like just. Yeah, in so many different facets of- In a world that has so much information to you. Like there's so much available information, but now even that's getting limited to what you can and can't release. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even on, on the freedom of speech platforms that you think would never have that type of restrictions on, you can be very careful what you post or what words you use if you yeah. don't want to get censored. Yeah, yeah. And then, which is like, you just gotta ask the question. And it, like, it's, you know, the, the, the maximalists in any situation, they'll be like, oh, it's to protect them and you know, for, but it's like, what's really like that? I always think the truth is blended. In, like, there's elements of everything blended in, and then you're like, well, where does this actually sit as the truth? Mm. And like, you know, my truth is different to your truth. Is different to the lady who's training downstairs. Truth as well. Yeah, like, 100%. And we then, learn different beliefs, and that's yeah. cool. Man. But there's got to be a common good versus uh, good versus bad, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just like you know the 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 party that's burning books and spending free sheet. Free speech throughout history has never really been the good guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that's enough on that. So, um, what in terms of like with your stuff, what's going on? What's been kind of the big highlight of you for you this year? Oh, since we last chatted, man, because you know had uh, was in lockdown. 
was uh, working over at Brevo, and then since then, opened my own gym. Um, got into crypto, which is awesome, which helped me open my own gym. Because yeah. I was like, uh, I was really fucking determined to open up this gym without getting into deep debt. So I was like, you know, I chucked my own money into it. And I was like, as I was opening it up, I was like, I'm running out of fucking money. Just so happens there's a big dip in the market yeah. in crypto at that time. So yeah. I was like, chuck whatever money I had, as in um, money that can afford to go to zero. Yeah. So I think that's an important rule if, in any investing is whatever you put in, make sure if it goes to zero, it's, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, that's what happens in the world of um, gambling and so <laughs> forth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so chucks them in. Two days later, it was up, you know, 30, 40%. A week later, it was up, you know, 120, 150%. Yeah. Where'd you get Solana out? It's like 16 uh, bucks? Yeah, yeah, Solana. Yeah, bought that at 16 bucks. That's it went up to like, you know, almost 300 before yeah. I cashed it out. But yeah, things like that. And then like that shit coin. Because I was like, I remember I said, yeah. like, this is terrible. Like, this is probably, I said, yeah. I was like, I'm probably just wasting my money. Yeah. I'm buying this. But um, yeah, little things like that, you know, pay off and go up a thousand percent or something. It's fucking... Yeah. It's a crazy world, something that I didn't understand at the time when I first messaged you. And I found just by spending a few hours each week reading the different profiles of different coins and different things, just understanding what their real world applications were, I found just had like gave me a lot more knowledge. You know, if you did that, say five hours a week over the last 30 odd weeks, you know, good 15 hours of uh, so forth, you know, per month going into it, and you got so much more knowledge coming out of it. And I think um, that's been a bit of a wouldn't say side hustle, but being a bit of out um, out venting outside of business. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, and I think that's really important. Like as well as having those things to stimulate your brain differently and just think differently. Yeah. Because um, like the fitness industry as a whole, it's a big echo chamber. Mm. Like it's it's just the same shit over and over again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you just got to repeat yourself, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, you're like a school teacher. Yeah, right? you, you actually are. Yeah. Like, you're trying to discipline fucking grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now, why do you go and drink twenty beers in the weekend? Because yeah. I'm unhappy with my marriage. Why yeah. are you still in marriage? Because yeah. no one else loves me. Yeah. Well, I can't help you. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like that. That's it. That's it. Eh? So um, I think it's yeah. The, that's cool. So gym, gym's good. And then what? What's the plan for the next twelve months then? Next 12 months is get this uh, get this place just looking slick and then um, secure the next location, pretty much, and just get that, uh, start building that. Yeah, yeah cool. Pretty much, yeah, that's a like, real world application, like real world goals, that's, uh, that's what I want to do. And then virtual is like, you know, just keep learning about crypto because I feel like that's just with that, we're talking about the metaverse and NFTs and a lot of, uh, if you listen to this any time other than 2021, this will all sound like really, you know, really infant mm. into what it would be in five years if you listen to it. But um, yeah, like it's, if you put your money, wherever you put your money into into that part of the world now, um, there's no way I, I couldn't imagine it blowing up. Yeah, yeah. well, I think there's, there's scam projects and that's what I think people have to be aware of. It's a good game. Yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah. The coins that are just, just yeah. scams. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like the same thing in the ASX. Like, there's plenty I, of companies that yeah, have just, money just, that had fucking shitload of like, market value. Yeah, like, you know, they've got, they're just exit scams. And I think uh, once you kind of understand that. Asset protectors. Yeah. People putting assets into protect themselves from tax. They pull their money out once the tax man's gone or whatever, and then everyone else is left to fend for themselves. Yeah. 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 And I, I think the, like, yeah, like you said, the real world application on that stuff, I think in a bit of business, I, my kind of take on it is, the like, NFTs for like gyms, right? 
you know, you want to raise a hundred grand to open a new gym, and you might sell ten NFTs that are worth ten grand each. Yeah. And you know, I own three, so I own thirty percent of that new gym, and that comes with special rights. And I think that's like a tokenized business model. Whereas, like in the past, you know, you want to raise money, you go through the ASX, and you're going to do all this shit. Which is, yeah. like, it's fine and... Standard trial way that's yeah. been done for years, right? Yeah. But I think now, you know, but then there's all this other bullshit, whereas, you know, if we wanted to open a gym or whatever, and you get to get 100 tokens or a grand each, it's a million bucks, 100 grand, um, and you have it so it's tokenized and you've got, like, voting rights and all this stuff and shit happened on the blockchain and all that kind of shit, I think. That's how I see business fundraising going moving forward, as, like... Oh, That's yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. Well, Makes think, sense, yeah. Um, and then obviously different NFTs have different rights, you know? Like you as the founder NFT would have more decision-making rights on a daily basis than someone that's just got a investor NFT. So um, I think that, that way of raising money and like growing companies is going to fucking change the world. Yeah, big um, time, yeah. But uh, yeah, in terms of what like business looks like it's just it's yeah I, I, it could go either way like it, you know it could go real like local and obviously if the lockdown stay and the bullshit stays then it's just going to be very local but then hopefully as the world opens up and travel and all that kind of shit you get like a lot more innovation and you know the roaring 20s has always been the times of uh last 100 years the 20s have always been roaring because changes and that kind of shit so I'm like that's what I'm hoping happens but yeah. then like <laughs> the cynicism to me um, goes oh fuck well we could just be really fucked yeah. what do you think triggered the cynicism party like as in the way that the, the I suppose the pessimistic um, view which is a good thing to have yeah I right uh, I mean way the right it's a great thing to have but especially in business because you don't see both sides yeah you just can't get blindsided yeah. Right. yeah. Um, I think yeah, like the the pe- the pessimists all that kind of stuff. Like I in in business, I was just getting like just rolled like a few times. Um, like I said, I had a business partners. Fucking ruthless. Yeah, like yeah. just steal cash and cook the books and like lie straight to my face. And I thought I had a pretty good bullshit detector. Um, so yeah, stole fifty odd grand and it was like yeah, well, like it was a business partner. He was an owner and shit like that. Like it was. It was all good until it wasn't all good. Um, until cash is involved and shit is bad, right? Huh? Until yeah, cash yeah. is involved and shit is bad, yeah. everyone's a freak. Yeah, yeah, big time. Until that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the big, that's, I can share that experience in ways that lessons learned is everyone wants to be your friend until shit is bad and there's money involved. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. have so much emotional attachment to it. Yeah. yeah. The, so I think that, and then just like, just, I think business, like I got into business so young, I opened my first gym. Well, someone released my first year the day after my 20th birthday. So, like, I was so young and, like, you know, it was just that un- uninformed optimism. Um, and, like, kind of, I, I did the gyms and I did the polo room and I did some, uh, an app and some software. And so, and I, whatever I did, like, I kind of, I made it work. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of, like, it was just like, oh, yeah, you know, my people disappointed my like, Jimmy, well, yeah, we can, we can make this work, we can make this work. And then... When we had seven gyms and shit at the fan, three of them, like, fuck, <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? So, do you um, feel like that was all around the similar time frame to that, like, yeah, when it rains and pours, right? Yeah, it was like, well, 2018, like, we started the year with six business partners, we ended it with three. So, it was me and him and six others at the start of the year, 
and then by the end of the year, um, my lady she got uh, she got pregnant and had a kid, and she just like I don't, oh, yeah, don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, other business, other business partner he was stealing and fuck knows. Um, and then the other one, we just kind of mutually went our own, own ways. Like yeah. it was just this is the best thing in any yeah. or any relationship because you know with any relationship uh, there's an end to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we um, and then I think that was so that was 2018, and then. It was like when we were on Shark Tank, and then I went to LA, and like I love how they we talked about the last podcast, but uh, how they manipulated the words you said and cut out sentences. Yeah, yeah. And you realise how fucking you know clickbait, right? Yeah, and that's that's why I don't trust anything I read on like nine years and all that kind of shit. I was literally a victim of it. I'm not a victim, but it happened to me. I hate you did that word, but I was like. I was literally on there and I was like, this is a load of trash. <laughs> like, so I, I don't, like, I'm very, again, skeptical of that. I think it, it's these experiences that just made me more skeptical of stuff. Yeah. Um, of people, of businesses, of the like, news and mainstream ideas. Like, I, I've just seen it happen to myself and I'm like, that's been my experience. And to other people, I've had it. So, yeah, I think, like, yeah, that 2018 experience and just what happened, it kind of, opened my eyes. Like I've always really lived in Perth and then I was living in LA like on Hollywood Boulevard and just like wow there's so much more to life in Perth. <laughs> Big fucking money over Yeah, 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 just, yeah. just different like different vibes. So different Perth like different um we were speaking about this before, but just uh last time we caught up but about, you know, how Perth you're either a minor or you're a corporate. Like as a male, yeah. right? Uh there's not so many entrepreneurs not really the um the what's in flavor here? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I like, yeah, adding, obviously adding to that is like when I was in Sydney, um, it was you know, there's a lot of people that just did that kind of shit, like they businesses and like, models and like influencers and that kind of stuff, like in ones that actually get paid, like yeah, they, yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're not yeah. they're not pretenders, yeah, um, and they're they're doing stuff that's a bit different and it's not nine to five, and you know you. You kind of like you said. And there's a community on it. Yeah, yeah. the tribe, which I yeah. think like we've kind of alluded to a couple of times, is the tribe in the podcast. Well, not in in, in the we've been speaking about the tribe. Yeah. But it's just like having your tribe and having that kind of people that you connect with, and like you guys have the same beliefs and bounce ideas off of too. Because yeah. like even for you, for example, with me, like we might not speak for like six months, but I know if I send you a question, you'll get back to me if not on the Yeah. Like it might be about crypto, might be about business, might be about gym. But it's stuff that I know you've got experience in that would change my perception on the way I currently do it. Yeah. Um, or at least influence my perception, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, I think it's like, oh, I was very fortunate that like I had some really good mentors and stuff like that. And I think that's the, you don't really understand a topic unless you can teach it. Mm. Um, and it's like until you start teaching it and you go, oh, actually, yeah, it's, it's the best kind of, for your own experience and it cements the knowledge and that kind of thing. And I think once you can, you know, start teaching nutrition to people, you actually understand it because if you can't teach it to them, then you don't really understand it. Um, and oh, it was like crazy, like I had yeah, heaps of coaches over the years and we had probably a hundred coaches and like a bunch of them just didn't even understand nutrition and the basics. You know, like, uh, that's again, why I bring back to the skepticism, it's like, this is the personal trainer, but they don't really understand training, they don't really understand nutrition, but they have a, a, uh, a certification or whatever. And I was like, they have a cool looking Instagram. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> like, right? Facebook back then. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, oh, okay. So yeah, that, that skepticism, I think, just comes from like experiences and then also learning from others' experiences. Like, I, again, like I've had a lot of 
people I've worked with and like consulted with and like for and that kind of stuff and that will have they've shown their battle stories. Um, hanging out with older people than me. Um, and as now as I get older, I'm like I'm kind of that older person to a couple of my mates. I'm like oh you know this and that. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of been the, the big one of like that skepticism and just like yeah, just seeing how much lives there are and like the, the shit shifting. Yeah, just shifting through shit. That's what your job is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I just like um, like you know over and in, in you look through history like the I think I never had an interest in history until probably the last two three years and um, like reading. Seeing how it repeats itself. Yeah, or just yeah. and just like the mass scale like brainwashings and stuff like that mm. to get decisions like you look at like Mao, Mao Zedong and Hitler and Stalin and just how they did what they did mm. like I find like the, the, you call the Vietnam Wars basically yeah like just all these things and like the King Henry's and like um, reading a lot of Robert Greene stuff where he takes um, like it's like 48 laws of power so he'll take a war I like that book yeah, yeah. take a war of power and then apply it to like history in like 1400, 1500, and you're like, ah, like time tested things, and like read Art of Seduction as well, and how we talk like Elvis Presley, how he seduced people, and Cleopatra, and all these kind of influence mountains. of power, right? Yeah, mm. and I, I think that's like, yeah. I think it helps. Uh, and you'd know, you know, you'd uh, know that you read up there about this too. But understand basics of human psychology. If you just read, you know, the top five most recommended books on human psychology, read at least each one of those books, twice, three times, you'd probably know more about human psychology than most people sit at the fucking university across the road. Yeah. Like, yeah, and being able to understand that, then you understand the manipulation of human society, and then you also learn to understand why people do what they do, and why you know, most people aren't happy, most people uh, aren't, don't like the jobs, don't like their marriages, most people broke, things yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, and I think like the, the, the job stuff's quite interesting, because there's lots of societal traps, you know, you, you get into this job and then you like start buying nicer things and you just have that like bracket creep where you make more money but you spend more and like your, your Mazda's now a Mercedes and your fucking Marc Jacobs bag is now a Gucci bag and like, or you're like, you know, you're more on this and you've got for suits for guys and watches and shit like that, that keeping up with the Joneses, it just keeps you in this cycle. Yeah, um, buying shit you can't afford to impress people don't like. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> um, which I, I find it's is, super nice. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's definitely a thing. But then, like at the same time, um, like on that, like oh, you know, I have a nice watch and I bought it, and the amount of like last your life, there, right? Yeah, it's not a reason to upgrade. It's a good watch. Yeah, yeah. but like it's uh, on, on the contrary to that is like I've, I've never seen or heard someone that could afford nice things talk shit about them. No, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, that's, I, I get what you mean, man, 100%. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, you have, you have these people, like, calling out, oh, flying business class is a waste of money, and watches are a waste of money, and cars, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, you can't afford it. That's why it's a waste of money, because yeah. you don't have to expend it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, that's one thing that I'm like, uh, unless you've done it, and you've experienced the benefits that come with it, um, it's, yeah, I'm like, well, you just don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, you know, I feel I have, there's like, you know, nothing fucking better. You fly, you, know, you go flying, and you fly, and you go business, and yeah. they you know, look after you, and you just feel really good. That's all that fucking life's about, really. For me, it's like experiences and relationships. They're the only two things that matter. Everything else comes second to that. 
Um, yeah, because that's what you take to the grave with you, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you believe in karma or whatever, whatever you believe in, like when you die or when you're on your deathbed, you just look back at the, you know, the best things that you've experienced. Yeah, those memories yeah. And, the, and the people that were close to you and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so those like, relationships, and those, I should say, solidified relationships that last a lifetime. Yeah, mm. which is, um, that I think that, like, I find that it's, they're the things that matter. So just the, the way you get experiences is through money. Like, if you have a lot of money. You can do anything with money. Change yeah. the world. Yeah. 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 But, you know, look at Elon Musk and the $6 billion from the food bank. Yeah, the bodies, um, uh, what was it? You um, United Nations. United Nations uh, president of the uh, Food Administration or something called yeah. Elon Musk to say, uh, Elon uh, should give us you know six billion to cure world hunger when just previously last year they raised eight billion and then everyone's like where the fuck did the money go? <laughs> and so Elon came back and said, if you guys don't know, came back and said, well if you can do an open source accounting to the public, made available to the public of exactly where that six million six billion would be spent, he said I'll give you the money. Yeah. And they just came back and bullshit answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, and, these, and then it just comes back to these are the people that are supposed to be leading, changing the world. And just like, the organisation responsible for world peace and world salvation. Salvation. Bunch of criminals. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking criminals. Yeah. And that's it. And it's all, it is really comes back to money, right? And there's, there's two ways to look at it. Like, people probably in, I think, Again, if we speak about Elon Musk, but a few years ago, his biggest mentors and people we looked up to were saying how much of a shit idea it was for him trying to colonize other planets. Yeah. For him, that's his way of creating a new, you know, future. Um, where other people are so honed in on this one box view or one globe view, I should say, on this one world where he's got, right, what else can we do outside of this world? Yeah. Which is, you know, visionary shit. Yeah, well, I think it's like common thinking gives you common results. Mm. Uh, and that's one thing that uh, I try to try to do is just think, okay, how can I think the complete opposite of everyone else? Um, because that's where the magic happens. And like, you you think some crazy ass shit, but it's like if you just think about what everyone else does and just do the complete opposite, and then like work your way back from there, like kind of iconoclastically, go, ah, what is the complete difference to what everyone else does? Um, there's a really good book, Outliers, so it's on like eight CEOs and how they do everything completely different and they beat the market by so much so you know you have like uh like ceos that you know they're all in the limelight they're doing all these channels like not channels they're all on tv channels and they're doing all these interviews and all this kind of shit so by doing that they're not doing what their job is which is be the ceo of the company and make decisions so like in the book he just goes on and explains that uh, if you're doing all those things by seduction or sub- subtraction um, you're not doing your job. Uh, and that's why in terms of productivity, I'm like, productivity is a bit of a, a, bit of a hoax, a bit of a scam. Just don't do dumb shit. Um, and that's like, going to cost you a shitload of money. Yeah, and time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, people, time, money, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like people trying to fit all this stuff in. It's just like, just cut everything and then rebuild the stuff that you actually want. Um, and I feel as though that's you know, how you're going to get a lot more productive. Because, you know, there's times where I'm super productive and I'm just doing shit I like doing. Yeah, man. And yeah. It's only stress when it's something you don't enjoy. Yeah. Other times it's just passion, but you just do it. Yeah, do it because you like it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, one of those things that, yeah, if you can obviously modulate that and decompartmentalize the different parts of your life and 
Uh, I, I don't really subscribe to or do what you love and never work a day in your life because... Fuck, it takes work, man. Even yeah. if you love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a to hustle, man. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't really subscribe to that. I think that's like a, a fallacy. Um, I feel but, that. Yeah, yeah, so I think, yeah, people that can find the, the, the few things that they like doing and the things they like learning about and then kind of growing from that, then that's where the magic happens. Yeah. Um, I say this commonly, but uh, probably not on a podcast recently, but when I was just working a normal job, um, you know, 10, 12 hours a day for a company, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I just didn't, wasn't passionate about jumping out of bed in the morning and going and doing it. Um, good income, stable job. And I remember going, all right, cool, what's a rundown? Just five things I really enjoyed doing, like five things I loved. Um, loved helping people, I love training, just being in the gym. Um, I love drum and bass and rap music and listening to good music. Um, I love wearing sneakers because I used to work in steel cap boots all day. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I love wearing sneakers, eh? Hey. Um, I was like, well, what could I do that could bring all those together? Like, I didn't, I didn't I had no interest in being PT at the time. And I was like, fuck, how can we go work in a gym? I was like, fuck, let's just give that a go. I mean, five years later, here I am. Yeah. But sometimes it's about you know, making a list of the things that you really enjoy and then finding something that you can put that energy into because it will help you do it for a longer period of time and it's sustainable. And again, might not be something to do forever, like yourself, it's perfectly normal to do something, you know, five, 10, 15 years and get sick of it and move on to another thing. Yeah, different. yeah. yeah no, I, you know, I definitely agree with that. Uh, that's just such a logical way to think of it. Mm. Um, and, you know, I feel as though one part of where like, the education system's a bit broken is we're never really taught by, you know, it's like, what do you want to be, a lawyer, a doctor? Or yeah, choose one thing, yeah. Yeah, like it's... And, and then do seven years of study to get to that, you probably hate it by the end. Yeah. Which most people do. It's like, <laughs> I, read, I read this thing, it's just like, like when you're a 17 year old, you've got to put your hand up to go out and piss. And then three weeks later, they want you to choose your career and choose something that you're going to get 50 grand in debt for. In like a university degree. They have no like context of the real world. So as an 18 year old, right, you can go get a $100,000 student loan, but you can't go get a $100,000 business loan by yourself without a guarantor or some, some sort of equity, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the broken system of we need workers, we don't need innovators. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, it's the... I mean, nothing wrong with being a worker, like, that's kind of a lot of terms, but yeah. still. The, yeah, the picking, like, and yeah, you get some people that pick the right thing and they love it, but yeah. like, out of like all my mates, I'd say fifty percent of them change courses. Same here, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then you know they've changed jobs and from finance to building, from like yeah. just like were accountant like. I know at least ten people personally within my circle of acquaintances that are only studying psychology because that's they their passion was wanting to help people, and so the only thing they got told they could do or thought they could do to help people was be a psychologist. Yeah. There's no other uh, other options. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is just grim. But like, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We like it's a great profession. But um, when they're sitting in the room, realizing that fuck, I actually hate sitting, hate sitting in the bloody room talking to people all day. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think like as as we go, as the world changes, like people's ability to help people, like the barriers to entry, have come down a lot. Mm. Um, and talking more on the business side, but like. You know, starting a business these days is the moat doesn't exist anymore, you know? What, sorry? The moat. You know what a moat is? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like in castles? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
um, I look at that around my businesses and stuff like that. So it's just like you know, the per the training the, the moat to be a personal trainer is literally four, six week course. Yeah, yeah. Four, four grand and six weeks online. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that is your moat to be able to say qualified PT. And like with Instagram now, and if you don't, you can build a pretty yeah, fucking business pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't actually need to be a PT. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Legit. Yeah, you don't actually. I mean, in five years. One person see my qualifications to get. Yeah, I and, you know probably well over a thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, even like when I was hiring people, it was like they're like I'm doing it or stuff like that. Like it didn't really fucking matter. No, like, not my, really. My insurance covered them, and it was just like you know some of my mates that have been training. I've been training since I was fifteen. I've been training for twelve years. They're way more switched on in terms of the calories and strength training yeah. and all that kind of stuff um, compared to. Uh, people that work for me, like, and I was like, oh, okay, like, and, that, and that's where I think it's a very scholarly way of looking at things, and I think, yeah, definitely doctors and uh, engineers and stuff, that they need their degrees, like, 100%, like, you don't want, you don't want someone kind of figuring it out. Um, <laughs> when inside the plate. Yeah, yeah, literally, <laughs> so like, oh, carry 300 people, we got yeah, this, yeah, let's fucking YouTube. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, but I'm like, well, yeah, I think that the world is changing that way and a lot of things are coming more open source and like that. Freedom of information. And again, it's not information that we need or anyone ever There's needs. always been plenty of it. Yeah. Now, even 50 years ago, you could learn, you could learn anything you want to by walking into a library. Yeah. Yeah, there's no excuse for not learning. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like, I watched this thing on like, what well, Gary Vaynerchuk, he was like, I don't want to say it on my phone, but he was like, hey Siri, you know, he was like, hey Siri, who was the 23rd president of the United States? And Siri was like, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, now we're at that point where you say, hey Siri, um, and it will get you an answer. Mm. You know, like, if you go like, hey Siri, what's 30 times 77? 30 times 77 is 2310. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't need to know as much as you like now, whereas I think the skill that like is going to push the world forward or like people forward is like being able to integrate information. Yes. So being yeah. able to take this piece of information with this piece of information, integrate it together. And get a result. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. You have to get a result. You can't just look fucking cool on Instagram or like cool on um, a piece of paper mm. or a certificate. You have to be able to produce a result. That's what helps people. That's what changes the world. That's what you know essentially makes money for you. Yeah, and yeah, kind of like on that, it just solves problems, right? Yeah, like, problem solving. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the the skill moving forward is the ability to integrate information from multiple sources quickly and make good decisions. Mm. Um, and then that's what's going to cause changes, results, problems to be solved, issues to be crushed. And I think that's a very important thing that I don't, I don't know where you learn that. Like, um, I think we've really. Us solving the world's problems. <laughs> um, again, I think that, that comes from good inputs, good outputs, like garbage in, garbage out, right? Like, yeah. you have shit information, you have shit thoughts. And I think that comes to, like, even like, take that a, a step further, like, in, in your life, like, in relationships, you know, you have, like, garbage in from partners, and then you're going to need garbage out, negativity, all that kind of shit. So um, I think that's a, yeah, a very weird but wonderful thing we're going to experience in the next 5, 10, 15 years, like, you know, with all these changes and car, like the carbon taxes and all that, what the fuck is the world going to look like? 
Um, it's going to be expensive to live, so you might as well make some money. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, inflation is not transitionary. hundred percent. I'll tell you that much. Um, so yeah, man, I think that's that wraps it up. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's, that's, that's cool. No worries. That was a good shit talk. That was a good shit talk.